Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're going to talk about why we were gone for a month. Again. In terms of podcast, there was no there podcast. There was no podcast. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, yeah, we, uh, we took a vacation and we didn't do anything, uh, the week before or the week after. Really. Right. <laughs> so, uh, and it was, it was like a, it was like a full on vacation. Yeah, so we, like were just, week we were just completely thrown off. And then in February we were fully planning on starting back. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, when we got back, not only did I have a lot to do, Micah had a lot more to do than usual. Oh yeah, I had a, I had a bunch of work. I mean, I had a bunch of work before we left. I don't, I, I couldn't record on like the Monday. Before yeah, exactly. We left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've just been <laughs> really busy. We've just been kind of vibing, but not really vibing because we've been really busy. <laughs> I mean, I'm still really busy, and I, I got a play coming up and all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, so I got so much editing to do. <laughs> But speaking of which, in all of that time, we have still been watching a bunch of movies. We've been we've been too busy to record, but we've had enough time to watch like three hundred movies. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna talk about the movies that we watched. Yes, we are. Which is a lot because we're going movies. from the seventeenth of January, 17th of January <laughs> to now to this very date, February twenty first. So. Which which that's a lot of days if you know math. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about a month, Micah. If you can even believe it. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, here we go, I guess. Yeah, let's get into it. Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're going to talk about why we were gone for a month. Again. In terms of podcast, there was no there podcast. was no podcast. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, we uh, we took a vacation and we didn't do anything uh, the week before or the week after. Really. Right. <laughs> so uh, and it was it was like a it was like a full on vacation. Yeah. So it was we like were a just week we were just completely thrown off, and then in February we were fully planning on starting back. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say when we got back. Not only did I have a lot to do, Micah had a lot more to do than usual. Oh yeah, I had, a, I had a bunch of work. I mean, I had a bunch of work before we left. I don't, I, I couldn't record on like the Monday. Before yeah, exactly. We left. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've just been <laughs> really busy. We've just been kind of vibing, but not really vibing because we've been really busy. <laughs> I mean, I'm still really busy, and I, I got a play coming up and all sorts of fun stuff. Oh, so I got so much editing to do. <laughs> But speaking of which, in all of that time, we have still been watching a bunch of movies. We've been, we've been too busy to record, but we've had enough time to watch like 300 movies. So we're going <laughs> to we're gonna talk about the movies that we watched. Yes, we are. Which is a lot, because we're going movies. from the 17th of Se January, 17th of January <laughs> to now. To this very date, February 21st. So. Which, which, that's a lot of days if you know math. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about a month, Micah. If you can even believe it. <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, here we go, I guess. Yeah, let's get into it. So I can't even remember like what I was doing <laughs> on the 17th of January. January. I, can't, I, I don't remember what was happening That was in a January. lifetime ago. That was, this was, this was practically years ago. 
Wow. <laughs> but to start off, um, we'll probably, since there's so many, only like really talk talk about ones we've both seen. Yeah, ones we both watched uh, together. But we'll mention all of the ones that we watched separately. Indeed. It's just a lot of stuff in general. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, starting off for me on the 17th, I watched Tombstone again. Indeed you did. Uh, this was my first time rewatching Tombstone. And like, it's a weird movie. <laughs> performances are outstanding the pacing is not (laughs) (laughs) so it's kind of like so up in the air for me because i think like especially val kilmer's performance is one of my favorite performances in like any movie ever so good (laughs) and then the movie is just kind of okay (laughs) i I came i came into the room for like two scenes and he's he's so good he's doing outstanding and even uh What's his name? Kurt Russell or whatever. Yeah, Kurt Russell. He, then his performance is really good in it. Um, <laughs> wow. But I gave it three and a half. Uh, it's very good. I very enjoy it. <laughs> I very enjoy it. I very yes. much enjoy it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, uh, but it's just kind of long. It is. It is very much so. To my memory, anyway. I didn't watch it with you. Um, that same day-ish, kind of, it was really late, I watched uh, An Adult Swim Small uh, called When You Die, <laughs> and it talks all about how when you die, the animals are going to come for you, <laughs> but that, it's literally just like uh, two minutes long. <laughs> it's it's pretty good, though. I don't know. If you if you want to check it out, check it out. <laughs> uh, and then the next day, the, next the day, 18th, we watched Phantom we watched Thread. Phantom Thread for, for the, the very, first time. Very first time. Which I've been itching to give a rewatch ever since. <laughs> I know, right? Like, it was, oh, man. I mean, we've we've been on something of a Paul Thomas Anderson kick. I've I, I've been on something of a Paul Thomas Anderson kick ever since like There Will Be Blood. I keep wanting to watch more of his movies. Yeah, but like just in this course yeah, in this, of like in a this couple little... months, we watched like Licorice Pizza, Phantom Thread. I'm pretty sure we watched There Will Be Blood not that yeah, long we ago. Yeah, we watched it. Yeah, um, and Robbie watched Punch Drunk Love. Yeah, Punch Drunk Love. And we, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, Phantom Thread, Phantom Thread is absolutely freaking outstanding. It's so good. It's <laughs> Phantom Thread <laughs> might be one of the best movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Probably. It's it's definitely my new favorite Paul Thomas Anderson movie, even over Licorice Pizza, mm. which we'll talk about later, <laughs> and There yeah. Will Be Blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's outstanding, oh man. The way, the, everything that it's doing, its score is one of the most beautiful movie scores I've ever seen. The story is so interesting. The performances are just outstanding. It looks beautiful. It's, I mean, like, it's a Paul Thomas Anderson movie. I don't know what I expected. I've given every single movie I've seen of his five stars. So, But, I mean, Phantom Thread in particular um, is just, like, an extremely... Even more... even Maybe even more so than There Will Be Blood. It's just an extremely uh, technically well-made movie. Yeah, I think, I think There Will Be Blood is much, like, it's still, I think, what I think is, like, his peak in control of everything No, definitely, definitely, yeah. But this movie is so much more elegant in feeling, and yet still pulls off that really tight filmmaking. Exactly, yeah. That it's insane to behold, and (laughs) I don't know, man, like, the characters are so much fun to watch, and, like, I don't know, this, this was good, this was really good. PTA cinematography is giving me life. <laughs> my, my review, the top of my review is just she did nothing wrong. She did nothing wrong. Oh no! Like, 
Uh, but yeah, I, we both really enjoyed Phantom Thread. Five, definitely five out of five. Definitely sure. give it a watch if you're old enough to. Yeah, it is rated R. Whoa! <laughs> viewer discretion. So is Tombstone. <laughs> so is Tombstone. Yeah. yeah also, viewer discretion. Um, I so, did not watch something until the twentieth. So okay, I watched a couple of things. I try. I've been trying to watch like. Um, an adult swim small or an episode of TV every night before I go to bed just to expand my film horizons. Um, so I watched the My Best Friend trilogy on the uh, the night of the 18th, which was, I mean, it's an adult swim small series of shorts called. Uh, there's like My Best Friend Explodes, Rewinds, and Ends. They were pretty cool. Uh, very British. <laughs> but they were fun. Uh, give them a watch if you want to. Um, and then I don't know if I watched this before. I guess I, I guess I did. Um, I guess late in the 19th, I watched Use Cups and Use Tantrum, which are both uh, Joseph Pelling shorts, The uh, one of the creators of Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared. I've been trying to watch more of his stuff in recent years. Uh, and they were both really good. Use Tantrum is one of my favorite short films now. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess he doesn't miss. Uh, and then also on the night of the 19th, I forgot that this was that night. Uh, uh-huh. We watched it really late. Uh, we watched an indie movie called Fear of Rain. Fear of Rain. Um, I did not watch it. <laughs> which there were some <laughs> fine things about the way it handles mental illness yet again. Kind of sucks. Mm. But... <laughs> <laughs> but there were still some decent elements, and it had that one guy. It had that guy. It had that, yeah, it had that guy. <laughs> that guy. I like that guy. Hey, look, it's that guy. I like that guy. <laughs> oh my god, he was so good at it. I why are we? <laughs> why do we know this guy? Uh, I give it two and a half. That's I really pro- funny. I, I probably would never watch it again. Aw. sad times. I also watched. Uh, I assume this was the next night. Actually, uh, Jack Stober's The Future. Uh, which is like a short little thing that's on YouTube that you can log. It's it's very, very good. If you ever get the chance, do check it out. Check out all of Jack Stober's work, though. He's <laughs> great. outstanding guy. Exactly. Uh, on the 20th, I watched Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Um, I caught like whilst, 20 minutes of whilst it. Whilst <laughs> I was working, uh, and very, very good. Um <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. It's, Man, it's just a certified we, classic. We're gonna do an episode on it someday. Um, I love it so much. There are only <laughs> a few problems I have with the movie in general. It's being way more creative than like <laughs> any other movie you'll ever watch ever. Uh, and the visuals look outstanding. The cast Man. is great. It's a fantastic heist. Goob movie. Great movie, even. Uh, like I gave it four and a half stars. Uh, yeah, and then uh, that night we watched uh, Hotel Transylvania. Rewatch, maybe. Yeah, it had been forever since we had seen <laughs> it's it. Been and, a while. And like, my girlfriend was over and we were like, well, what are we going to watch? What, what are we, we going to watch? <laughs> and, and then I was, then we were like, oh, we'd been wanting to rewatch Hotel Transylvania, but it's probably not on anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's never streaming on anything. And then it was streaming. It was streaming on something. Um, so we watched it. And I'm a huge uh, Gennady Tarkovsky fan, so uh, I loved this. <laughs> yeah. I kind of figured I would. Like, I liked it as a kid, <laughs> but, like, revisiting it, like, a lot of his... Uh, visual style and charm and the way he makes characters move really carries over surprisingly well in 3D. Yeah, um, from what I understand, that was one of like the biggest things that they worked so hard on was getting all of the 3D character designs to fit how he wanted them to because he still wanted them to essentially have like 
2D slapstick comedy yeah. but in a 3D space, which is extremely hard to oh pull off. Gosh. And he did it. It works so well. And this movie also <laughs> looks really good. Dude. Um Adam Sandler is at the at the peak of his game even. I, I'm very <laughs> curious to watch the rest of them. There's still some stuff I don't like about it. Yeah, but... there's some annoying stuff in here, but the the world is really inventive. The comedy works, the cast is fun. It, it's just a fun movie. Yeah, good stuff. Good good movie. I gave it a four four out of four five. I also <laughs> gave it a four out of five. I didn't even mention uh, Phantom Thread score. I gave it a ten out of ten. Wow. It was really good. Well, we, you said you've given every Paul Thomas. Anderson yeah, yeah. I, I indirectly said it, but yes. Uh, then on the twenty first, we excuse me, uh, the morning of the twenty first, we watched. Underworld. Underworld. For the first time. Guys, do I have to see World before I can see Underworld? <laughs> Will the plot make sense? <laughs> um, Underworld Underworld was cool. Yeah. Underworld was fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's it. My biggest problem, I think I, I think it has a lot of problems, but my biggest like standout problem from watching it was that like it was way too long and paced horribly in that length. Like it, this this movie could have been like an hour and a half <laughs> easily this could have been an email <laughs> um and my review was like it really seems like lucian was the good part of the warren oh my gosh dude the villain in this movie i swear the villain seems like he has better more honest motivation than any of the heroes. <laughs> right no underworld is cool heavily matrix inspired like very obviously um which is cool. Like it, it, it doesn't always do that in a derivative way. It adds some like interesting angles to what the Matrix was doing. But uh, I mean, it, outside of that, it's like it's it's just kind of a fun, dumb action movie. And the vampire werewolf thing. Uh, everyone complains about why, like, why are they using guns and swords and stuff? They're vampires. <laughs> like, I don't know. Get over it. It's, it's weird. Fun. It's, it's cool. fun though. Fashion, fashion is is up there. That's true. That's very true. Uh, then later that same day, we decided to go to the movies. The movies. And that was a great decision, actually. <laughs> uh, and we went and watched Licorice Pizza. Yeah, we did. Uh, great movie to see in the theaters. <laughs> I mean, I, I already talked about it a little bit back when I watched it for the first time, I'm pretty sure. Cannot um, recommend seeing this in theaters enough. <laughs> it's so good, man. Um, I've been trying. I wanted to get Micah to see it after again, I watched this is, it. Again, this is a rated R movie. It's, <gasps> it's even probably less clean than Phantom Thread. Severe discretion yeah, advice. <laughs> yeah, um, but man, <laughs> it, it kind of it's a weird movie, I, I will say. It's a very weird movie because... <laughs> Robbie described it like this and I described it like this when I came out. You come out of watching it in theaters and you're kind of like, huh. <laughs> that was interesting. That was interesting, exactly. But, but like you don't really know what you think. Like this is a movie that like bakes in your mind. I really it, don't know, man. It literally only gets better every time I think about it and I think that's crazy. I was about to say even more so than other uh, PTA films, this has like marinated in my brain a lot after like watching it for the first time like punch drunk love obviously i think is the greatest example of that because like it's like my new favorite movie now but we'll get to that <laughs> um but licorice pizza uh has this way of like getting into my brain i don't know what it is 
Yeah, there's something so unassuming about the way it approaches storytelling and the story that it has in general and something so electric about the filmmaking and even just the way the universe, like the world (laughs) that the movie presents is. Like, it's just so nice to watch. And not a whole lot happens. Like, a lot happens, but, like, in terms of actual, like, plot, (laughs) not a whole lot happens in the movie. But it works only to the movie's benefit. And the only complaint I've heard, and I will kind of agree with this slightly, but not enough that it really took away from my enjoyment, the only complaint that I've really heard about it from people I trust is that its ending feels a little rushed. And I could see that. I could see that. It doesn't feel but rushed But I don't know. Me, I, felt, <laughs> I felt like that rushedness was kind of the natural conclusion to yeah. their kind of interesting relationship. <laughs> yeah, no, like, I could see it feeling a little rushed to some people, but it, it doesn't really feel that way to me. I, I gave it a 10 out of 10. One of, one of the nicest looking movies I've oh, ever man. seen. I said, I said it with Phantom Thread, Mike, and I'll say it here. PTA is a darn good cinematographer. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Though honestly, I think he could only do cinematography for his own movies. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. I wonder what, how he would do, just like not not directing or producing or, or anything like that. Just being a cinematographer, I'd be yeah. interested. <laughs> then uh, <laughs> la- later that night, later that night, we right. we disappointed Luke. <laughs> I'm sorry, Luke. I'm sorry, Luke. If you're listening, <laughs> it was just not good. Um, we uh, watched, Eternals. We watched Marvel Studios: The Eternals. Which I think my review for this was I have now I Robbie Grayway have now seen Marvel Studios The Eternals because <laughs> that's basically how I feel about it. I, I saw somebody talking about it too. How it was like ninety percent of the runtime is a bunch of the least human characters you'll ever watch talk about humanity and a semi philosophical like philosoph- philosophical yeah if I could speak yes. philosophical way yeah. and it is the least interesting thing you'll ever watch <laughs> actually that's like the one other than like some occasionally nice cinematography um it's kind of incoherent in a lot of other visual ways but uh at least it looks nice but like um what were you we talking about? You were talking about how ninety percent oh, of the yeah, movie yeah. is just them talking. I was gonna say that was like one of the few things that really uh, stood out as a positive for me. I liked a lot of the um, general discussion, monologue stuff that they did. I thought it was more interesting than a lot of I liked Marvel movies. I liked some of the conflict yeah, in it, yeah. but I never really liked a whole lot of like the actual like points and discussion yeah no i mean it it gets pretty tedious pretty fast yeah really the only thing keeping me through any of the discussion (laughs) and tension and anything was uh i still don't know how to pronounce his last name i don't know who you're talking about uh barry (laughs) (laughs) oh oh, i have no clue how to pronounce his last name (laughs) kogan kyogen that sounds right that's, um, that's more correct than what I was about to say. <laughs> outstanding actor, and man, he's just so much fun to watch on screen every time yeah. I've seen him. And like the the difference in in like conflict that he brings to the movie is so much more interesting than any of the actual like main <laughs> plot conflict that happens in the movie. Like, and this movie is what it's like two hours and forty minutes or something, something like that. Yeah, it's so long, and and it doesn't have the substance to hold up for that. Yeah, I honestly would love to see like, I don't know, hour forty minute cut of this, even shorter maybe, and just cut it down, or at least just condense everything into 
the most interesting parts because there's a lot good here, yeah, but it yeah. just gets very watered down over the entire quite, runtime. Quite frankly, I enjoy it. I like yeah. elements of it I a lot more it, than yeah. most Marvel movies because I think it's trying to do something unique and yeah, interesting. Definitely. But at the same time, it's just so boring and the conflict <laughs> kind of sucks. And yeah. most of the character conflict kind of sucks. No, at the end of the day, really, <laughs> I actually love a lot of stuff about this movie, but at the end of the day, the like actual main plot conflict just doesn't really work for me and i have trouble getting behind and i'll talk about this for a second too because this is ridiculous to me so we come into this movie and they're like it's the first marvel movie with a sex scene since iron man i'm like okay whatever oh my gosh Um, but they did it with like the absolute oh worst pick. I don't understand they picked it with the couple that's not <laughs> together anymore and that will not get back together uh, by the end of the movie I, I still think it's so funny why did they choose that I'm so sorry to anyone who, th- who that is a meaningful scene to but it, it, that just was made, the, it just made me laugh we were just laughing through the whole thing because we, we knew it was going to be in it and yeah. we were sitting there and they were like we used to be lovers or something like that I was like, Flashback. and I was like they're not going to do it here they're not going to do it here and then they cut to it and i was like no see the thing is like we mentioned it's basically watching a bunch of robots for like two and a half hours so (laughs) it's it just very weird vibes very awkward vibes i did not like it very much yeah no not just the sex scene but like the vibes in general yeah (laughs) but the sex scene was like hilariously badly placed yeah no not great uh, but yeah, uh, I gave it a 6 out of 10. I, I didn't think it was bad. I liked it a little bit, but not a lot. <laughs> I give it a 5 out of 10. Well, there you go. Or a 2.5. 2.5? Uh, oh, no. Then, um... <laughs> then uh, we watched... We watched One Froggy Evening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so I was... Really, I was... We don't have to give a story to One Froggy Evening. I was in the middle of editing, and I was like, yo... You know what sounds really great right <laughs> Rabbi, now? It's one froggy, one froggy evening. So if you've never watched Rabbi, one froggy, we don't evening, need to go into one froggy evening. <laughs> I, I was just gonna say, go watch one froggy evening if you have not seen it. It is a masterclass in we have so comedic. Many, we have so many movies in animation. And Rubby's talking about one froggy evening. It's so good. I give it, it is, a ten out of ten. It's fantastic. But move on. <laughs> okay. Uh, then uh, on the twenty second, we watched the Never Ending Story for the first time. Yeah. It was good. Oh, yeah. It was, it was great. Yeah. I would say great. I would say great. It was good. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, it had great production design. Yes. Everything. Great looking movie. It had, a, it. It had a cool idea for the story. It had a very cool um, idea. <laughs> but it never really worked for me. Aw. Like I, the, uh, the, I wouldn't say it worked like fully, but I, I, I think it worked. The ending I thought good. was a cool idea. But, like, I, I feel like it could have been executed so much better, and I never got really anything emotional out of the movie. <sighs> that being said, it is a, it's, it's a pretty darn well-made movie. Like, the production design yeah. and the story, and, like, I love the way the movie looks. I thought this is what you wanted from fantasy movies, Micah. It, it, it has a lot of what I want from <laughs> fantasy movies. I just don't, like, like take... <laughs> Take like Return to Never, I mean Return to Oz. Return to Oz. I think baby. Return to Oz had Man. a more interesting story than this. Return to this would make a great double feature with Return no, to Oz. No, it'd make a fantastic. Okay, double I need to, I need to put Return that in my double Oz. features list. That would be so much fun. Um, um but yeah, no, uh, the I, dragon puppet. Micah. I still really, I still really liked it though. <laughs> the troll, the rock troll puppet, <laughs> the wolf puppet. <laughs> it all looks so good. 
Yeah, I guess that I just my only problems with it are in writing, and I just wish it was written differently. That makes sense, I guess. Um, I mean, like I I had some problems with how it was structured, and a few oh, yeah. of it, like its ending bits, are a little weird. But like I think outside of that, it's pretty much flawless. I love I love the performances. I loved the effects, production design. Uh, everything looks yeah, great. I put, I put them in a review for it. The structure and pacing are eh, not all the dialogue <laughs> scenes and scene to scene pacing are really that good either, but it's not too bad while you're watching it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, apparently, we separated for a few movies, Mike. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah, I went over to Haley's house. Ah, that's why. Um, <laughs> and I'll just do those real yeah. quick. Yeah. Uh, rewatched the house. Uh, showed it to Haley for the first time. She really liked it. Ayo. It's really good. It's, it's great. really fun. My favorite of the year Stop so far. Motion. Oh, my man. favorite of the year so far. She also <laughs> liked the uh, the second one best. Yes, the best one. The second segment is the best segment, and it's not even close. She found it creepy, which is good. It's, and then after that, creepy. we had a hankering for more cinema. More cinema. So we watched Scooby Doo Two: the Monsters people, Unleashed. The people are demanding new, more cinema. Which she <laughs> she covered my eyes during the Who's Your Mommy scene. Oh my gosh, dude! Just that because scene I is kept, gold. I kept joking about it. And she was like, no, you don't get to watch. Wow. Man, what a fantastic movie. I'm going to be honest. Scooby-Doo 2 has a bad rep, but it's so good, actually. I genuinely don't know which one I prefer. Like, if, uh, if I had to pick the first, the first one, one the, the first one's one. got great energy, but yeah. I, I think its plot is kind of... Eh. Yeah. yeah, plot's so-so. The second one, I think, is actually good in most rights. <laughs> it just has some interesting... The, like it has some blah jokes and a little yeah. bit of blah pacing. I was about to say not all the jokes hit me as well in the second one, but it is a lot more competently written than the first one. Written by James Gunn. James Gunn, the man. Uh, I give it the four myth. stars, four out of five. <laughs> so good, I love it. Wow. As mu- I, I'm a huge Scooby Doo fan, <laughs> and like I know a lot of people are like, oh, you either like like the animated Scooby-Doo or the live-action Scooby-Doo. Why not both? But why not both? <laughs> I love this cast so much. Mm. Well, while you guys were experiencing cinema for the very first time, I was experiencing uh, Punch Drunk Love for the very first time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I had been wanting to see Punch Drunk Love ever since I saw I Guess There Will Be Blood. I, I mean, I wanted to see like basically all of... Paul Thomas Anderson's filmography. Oh, really? Yeah, I said basically all. <laughs> um, but Punch Drunk Love uh, is now my new favorite movie. A little my relationship, applause in my the relationship with Naomi Blood is over. <laughs> Punch Drunk Love is my new favorite movie. Exactly. I man, every Paul Thomas Anderson movie I watch, I'm like, is this is this possibly my new favorite movie now? Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently the guy just makes uh, movies that I really enjoy. He makes, um, he makes fantastic movies from what I've seen. And Punch Drunk Love, uh, technically, I think, perfect movie. It's a, it's really more of a mood piece uh, than it's it really is. It's more of a mood Okay. <laughs> you know what? It's really more of a mood piece than like something like There Will Be Blood or Phantom Thread is, which Phantom Thread does lean more into that. Um, but Punch Drunk Love is very nonlinear at times and very... Uh, it's a lot more abstract than a lot of other PTA films I've seen, and I really appreciate that. I think it's executed very well. Um, sound design's great. John Bryan's score is an all-timer. It's it's so good. Uh, the cinematography's great. 
the whole thing is it's great it's i didn't know adam sandler had it at him honestly (laughs) he's rocking it in this um but yeah um, adam Adam sandler is a fantastic he's so good he's so good at this why why is why did he go from this to making eight crazy nights that movie sucks so hard (laughs) but yeah punch drunk love i adore it with my entire being uh his entire being go watch it if you're old enough to watch it i i love it (laughs) and then we watched oceans uh, 13 oceans 13 for the first time we'd watched 12 uh we'd watched 11 now we watched 13, which 13, watch 13 was, was quite a bit more enjoyable than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Because I remembered not really liking 12. Yeah, that's the thing. I keep I keep seeing more and more people say they love 12, and I just remembered not really being that into it when I watched it. Um, but I do want to give it another try one of these days. Yeah, and Ocean's 13, I think, 13. had, like, a way more fun set piece than 12. Yeah, yeah. Um, and man, it's just, it's just doing so much fun. Yeah. Like it's, it's goofier than, but so is 12. <laughs> I was about to say Soderbergh just seems to want to make fun little heist movies. And I think we should all let him right? just keep making fun little heist movies. Make another one, man. Make another one. <laughs> Not Ocean specifically, just another fun little heist movie. But yeah, uh, 13, it has a much, a much more cohesive heist than 12. 12 is really more of a hangout movie than anything. Right. Um, but I, I love. Uh, Ocean's 13. Uh, I loved Ruben in Ocean's 13. <laughs> I loved Linus in loved Ocean's Linus 13. Linus in Ocean's 13. <laughs> loved Rusty in Ocean's exactly. 13. <laughs> the, the gang's all here. The gang is all here. And, uh, and it's that good. guy with the sandwich is here. <laughs> the guy with the sandwich. Shout out to that guy with the sandwich. Dude. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have, I have like very few complaints about yeah, this movie. It's, it's great. It's not the greatest written thing in the world. Mm, no. It's not the greatest paced thing in the world. But it's just the gang having fun in a really fun heist. Yeah. It's goofier, it's bigger, the stakes are higher, and that's all we really needed from Ocean's 13. Yeah. I loved it. Good stuff. I gave I, it three well, and a half. I, I gave it an eight out of ten, Mike. <laughs> uh, then we watched Kubrick Stanley's uh, Paths of Glory for the first time. Wow, if you could even believe which, it. Which I, I'm, not, I'm not a big Stanley Kubrick Film fan. Film classic. Mike. He makes great movies, but I, I just don't really like Stanley Kubrick or his style that much Aww. from what I've seen. I, I was about to say, the man I can understand not liking. He's, he's very uh, troublesome in his practices, but I think his style and uh, just general film prowess is enough for me to like love yeah, his like, work sti- at the very stylistically least. i've never really like loved his oh, films that even, makes sense i guess even like because obviously i can separate my enjoyment he very clearly of has a my movies away from like Art what from i think the of the man like a, yeah uh and like his movies are fun sometimes like i don't know i just it's not really something i'm it just into. doesn't just doesn't hit <laughs> but that being said paths of glory mm. was freaking outstanding oh my gosh i'm so glad i finally got around to this um i loved paths of glory i steered clear from it for the longest time because i don't like like just straight up war movies but luckily for me for my personal uh crybaby preferences this wasn't just a war movie i have i have one one complaint <laughs> one singular complaint what about is, the whole movie it, i wanted the courtroom scene to be longer right just a little bit just a little bit longer but man like the oh, performances man. and the writing and the story the editing too the editing like <laughs> like this movie is just genuinely outstanding <laughs> yeah no. and it's another one of them them anti-war movies we love to see it that is showing that uh 
war is really freaking awful on all sides. <laughs> right. And there is there's no good side in war. <laughs> but yeah, Paths of Glory, uh, film classic for a reason. Apparently, it's so good. I I really loved it. I gave it a nine out of ten. Definitely give it a try sometime because I I like I said I steered clear from it for the longest time because I didn't want to watch a bunch of like people just running around shooting at each other for like an hour. I gave it a ten out of ten. But it is not that. Also, <laughs> shout out to to Kirk Douglas. Got to yeah, be one real. of my got to be one of my favorite actors. Kirk of Douglas that era. is killing it in this. Good stuff. <laughs> um, then on the twenty fifth, <laughs> we watched the Tangle. The Tangle indie movie. No one's gonna um, want to tango with the Rango. <laughs> what to say about the Tangle? The um, I liked hmm. some of what it was going for. Yes, but I really disliked ninety percent of the movie. Um, I wouldn't say that I disliked ninety percent of the movie. I would say that I was bored bored is for 90 percent of the movie i think is a better way to put it because I, I i i admire what it's going for i do but it just doesn't have the cast or the cinematography or yeah. the editing to pull it off no i think really the only thing this movie has going for in terms of like good f- filmmaking and stuff is its dialogue writing exactly um but Writing dialogue like that really doesn't. You need a great cast. You man. need you need a great cast, and you need other stuff too. You need you so, need a full so for on those of you who miracle. don't know what we're talking about, <laughs> since I guaranteed hardly no anybody's watched this movie. This, yeah. It's like extremely stylized dialogue, like brick, but more so. Like brick, yeah. <laughs> um, brick's the best example I could yeah. have for it, but there's it, it, it's kind of nice listening to it. Yeah, like it's genuinely some interestingly written stuff. It can get a little tiresome and a little pretentious sounding at points but um like it's genuinely a fun idea and cool to listen to having like a sci-fi that feels so attached to like that age noir feeling Mm -hmm. but yet they never pull off any sci-fi or noir things at all in it yeah um i didn't think it was completely terrible its ideas were there the writing was there uh, just basically everything else wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, like the, I just think the filmmaking overall was just uh, yeah sloppy at best. Especially, I think. especially the cinematography and set oh, design man. at the end. Yeah, the, like those last s- scenes and everything looked like something out of like, um, gosh, why did I just lose that TV network that puts out a bunch of really tra- CW? Uh, no, 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 CW usually has good budgets. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know. That's, uh, it's, I don't think it's actually the Sci-Fi Channel, but that one channel that puts out a bunch of crappy Sci-Fi no. shows. I don't know. Anyway, um, it looked like one of those. Yeah, I gave it a five out of ten. I gave it a four out of ten or a two bum, bum, out of five. Bum. Well, there you go. We we have passed judgment on the Tangle. Apparently, it has been judged. It has been judged. Uh, next up is Cinema, so, um, also known as a Goofy movie. A Goofy movie. Um, which they I, made they made such a goofy movie. <laughs> G Willikers, I hadn't seen this in a while, and I forgot how freaking good it actually is. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> dang. I no, I honestly have no problems. No, no, no flaws. No problems. I think it's genuinely one of the most real feeling <laughs> and outstanding like animated movies ever made. Good stuff. The father son relationship. <sighs> It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Who, I, I think my review is literally straight up like, 
who wrote a screenplay for a, a movie about Goofy that happens to be a musical, and then they they wrote it this well. Right. It, it doesn't seem like it <laughs> should work, and it works <laughs> so well. The Why songs did they do it? <laughs> are outstanding. Why is it a musical? Dude, that's, but it works. <laughs> that scene in the hot tub, that that is like that's cinema, man. That's that's like PTA <laughs> level scenes, dude. If that scene was in Licorice Pizza, I would be like, yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Uh, I give it a I give it a five out of five. Uh, I give it a nine out of ten. Uh, it's so good. Get it's off so the very stage. good. I I just some of the scenes don't fully click with me, and I think it's a little rushed at points. But like literally, other than that, I think it's pretty much perfect. So Boo. good stuff. Get off the stage! <laughs> wow. Uh, then uh, we rewatched Ford v Ferrari. How'd they, how'd they how'd they get a Ford and a Ferrari to box like that? <laughs> <laughs> which which I have a certain love for this movie. I don't know why. I just I I kind of love it. This is a James Mangold movie. Yeah, it's a James yeah, Mangold yeah. movie. That makes sense. Um, I really like the cast. It makes me sad. It, it makes me sad <laughs> that people are kind of right about the cast kind of phoning it in. They are, but man. Like, but like, man, I really like the. cast. Yeah, no, that that's honestly like my biggest complaint because I really like Ford v Ferrari. I probably should bump it up to an eight instead of the seven that I have it at now. But it just the cast, it, it a lot of a lot of the crew feels like they're phoning it in on this. But it is still really fun and charming and cool. I love the I love the script. I love the cinematography, the editing, the music. Man, the, the editing. Cast. <laughs> I, I like. I, I really love everything it's going for. Um, it's not perfect by any means. Even its pacing is a little rough. But, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do just have a, a, a strong <laughs> love for this movie. I give it a four out of five. Yeah, good stuff. Um, uh, that later that day I Did watched. Did you say what you rated it? <laughs> yes, I said I oh, said okay. seven. I said I should probably bump it to an eight instead of the seven that I have it at now. Okay. Um, later that day, I watched uh, Claire on Sound, which was a special feature thing uh, done by, I, I think, I don't remember what his first name is, but the, the director of the movie I watched after that, Les Million, um, which is an old musical. I think it's French, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but it's very good. It's one of the earliest uses of sound uh in in movies i mean it's right uh, right around the like turn of when that was becoming popular and it was uh the first movie as far as i can tell to ever use uh superimposed sound like sound that wasn't um that doesn't match what's on screen like they used uh like kind of cartoonish sound effects in some of the dance numbers and everything like that interesting one of the earliest uses of something like that and it's a french musical and it was pretty fun there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty fun. It's like in the Heights, Micah. There's a, there's a lottery <laughs> ticket, and he has to find it before he won the lotto. Tomorrow. See, he, he has to figure out uh, he if knew he's... he wouldn't bother going on no spending spree. <laughs> if he was gonna be a millionaire or not, he'd pick a business school and pay the entrance fee. <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, it was really good. I, I gave it a seven out of ten. Good stuff. Uh, then on the twenty sixth, I watched um, I watched Encanto again. Encanto. Uh, just because cause it's good. Actually, we just did a whole actually, episode about Actually, it. I was working all day, so yeah. Aww. That's why I was turning on movies. Uh, like, I literally worked all day. <laughs> uh, I watched Encanto while I worked, and then uh, partially while I worked, and like I was kind of taking a break-ish, I watched Robin Hood <laughs> Prince of Thieves for the first time. Very interested in seeing that now. I watched um, like 10 minutes of it. <laughs> I, I really liked a lot of what it was going for. Uh, I liked The Man of the Robin Hood. 
I liked a lot of the ideas. Alan Rickman is Alan Rickman. <laughs> I liked a lot of the ideas. Alan Rickman. <laughs> Which is, I mean, Alan Rickman would make me love a movie just for Alan Rickman. Um, it's it's kind of weird pacing. It's a little long. Not all of its ideas are used as greatly as I, I wish they were. Um, Robin Hood isn't as fun of a character as I wish he was in this. But it was really fun and had a great conclusion and I don't know. I just really liked it. I'm a I'm a Robin Hood guy, and <laughs> I'm a Robin and Hood guy. Alan Rickman via Robin Hood is fantastic. <laughs> like it's like, ladies and gentlemen, you'll believe when I say that I'm a Robin Hood guy. <laughs> I'm a Robin Hood. <laughs> <laughs> now I've only seen a couple of Robin Hood movies. Uh, I gave it a three and a half. Cool. I can't wait to see it. It looks fun. Is in. We watched High School Musical two together. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Um, great movie. Great movie, yeah. Love, love me some High School Musical I think this too. is probably the best thing Disney Channel has ever put out. It is the best Pretty thing easily. Disney Channel has like, ever put out. <laughs> um, surprisingly great musical numbers, production design, uh, costuming. Even pacing. Cinematography, pacing. Editing. Editing, uh, color grading. It, it Man, just, this it, movie looks amazing. I don't know. <laughs> Why? The, I mean, I get the first High School Musical was a big hit, but the the fact that they had the budget to pull off something like this for Disney Channel is kind of weird. Yeah, and then this was a big <laughs> enough hit that they gave the third one a full theater release. Right? That's crazy to me. But like, I mean, this this is a great movie. I if you've never seen it, which uh, if you're like me and Micah's age, I don't know how you avoided seeing High School Musical right? too. We grew like we literally grew up <laughs> on High School Musical too. Um, I I literally could sing along every word of every song in this, and it's great. I love it. Right. Great performances too. Like uh, amazingly great performances. It's it's honestly <laughs> a really shockingly good movie. I um, I keep hearing people say that it's like. Uh, this generation's Greece, and if that is the case, I'm glad because it's much better than Greece. They've they've been trying they've been trying to recreate this kind of thing from Disney Channel oh. literally ever since because I think this is the only thing that ever like did outstanding. I for feel them. I feel so bad for people who are doing Disney movies now because there are there anyone who does a musical for Disney Channel is always going to get compared to this, and <laughs> that is not fair. Right. <laughs> this this so was good. this was going. Like on all going dumb, like. <laughs> but yeah, uh, good movie, great movie. I gave it an eight out of ten. I gave it an eight out of ten. Um, the next day, I watched The Web, a Nathan Fielder short film. Hey, I've seen that because uh, I've been I've been watching through Nathan for you for the first time, and I've been loving it. Uh, the Web is love. The Web is life. The um, Web is great. It's got Johnny Depp. Uh, almost in it. <laughs> it's very good. Very funny. I liked it. Um, um, oh. Uh, on, the, on the 27th, uh, oh, since it's yeah, still yeah, the 27th, yeah, it's 27th. I watched The Great Gatsby the for Great the first time. Gatsby. Um, <laughs> Old sport. <laughs> I'm not a big Great Gatsby book fan. In fact, I really didn't like the book. Uh, but there were several reasons I wanted to give this movie a try. Mainly its cast. Also, it looked like it would be something interesting. And it very much interesting. was interesting. Uh, I do not like most of the decisions creatively that were made for this. Um, but it, it, like, it has such a good, like, the fact that it has a vision for what it wants to be. The cast is outstanding. The production design is outstanding. <laughs> the costuming is outstanding. My biggest problems with it are like 
some of the editing choices and some of the writing <laughs> oh choices. Oh my gosh, the editing is almost um, incoherent at times, man. It's, it really is. It, it's really bad in certain parts. <laughs> like, really bad. Oh like, my gosh. Like, almost uh, Bohemian Rhapsody level yeah. of bad editing in some parts. I, I busted out laughing one time, but we'll, we'll get to what I thought um, later. <laughs> but no, I really, I enjoyed it a lot, though. I made, yeah. Like, after watching it, I only gave it a three and a half, but after watching it, like, I just really wanted to watch it again. Makes sense. Um, then, what did you watch on the 28th? I watched um, three Lego Batman shorts that were... Bon- I'm trying to get through all of the films that I actually own. Um, and these were on there, so I watched them. They're shorts and special features made for the Lego Batman movie, which I very much like. Um, and easily the best one of the bunch here is movie sound effects. Uh, how did they do that? Uh, because Zoe Kravatz is in it, and she's very good. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's really all there is to mention. They're fine. Then on the 29th, I think I was working on the 29th, You must have too. been. You logged four movies, too. Yeah, wait, no, I was writing on the 29th. Tw- yeah, okay, I was, yeah, I was working on the 29th. Oh my gosh. And I woke up, and I was like, oh, I have the house to myself while I work. Maybe I'll turn on some movies. So I turned on Tragedy of Macbeth. Ooh. Fantastic. Great movie. Outstanding. Beautiful. I love it with everything in me. <laughs> five out of five. Then I was like, hmm, I'm in the mood for more good movies. Mm. So I was like, hmm, Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Outstanding. Great I movie. love it. One of my favorite movies <laughs> of all time. Five out of five. Literally nothing will ever touch that in my mind. <laughs> then I was like, hmm, maybe we'll keep on going with the good movies. <laughs> and I was like, hmm, Suspiria. And I was like, ooh, Suspiria is a great movie. I love it with everything in me. <laughs> five out of five. And then Robbie got home. <laughs> bum, bum, bum. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we watched The Great Gatsby together. Yeah. This was my first time watching it. Um, and my thoughts really didn't change on a rewatch. <laughs> it's more enjoyable on a rewatch, I thought. Um. I think knowing where the story was going would probably make it a little more enjoyable. Like, I had no... I, I literally had no clue what The Great Gatsby was going to be about, other than the fact that there was a party or something. <laughs> That's 90% of the book is just parties. Um, but The Great Gatsby, um, it's very much a Jay-Z film. Right. If you like Jay-Z's music, you are, you're going to like wanted, The Great Gatsby. I wanted, I wanted jazz. I wanted actual <laughs> jazz. I want, I, I want to have creative control over this movie with the same cast. Let me do that. Oh, my gosh. The Leo, cast is outstanding. Leo is killing it here for some reason. Why is he giving so much to the great Gatsby. DiCaprio's performance in this is honestly one of the best I've seen from him, and that's insane because it's the great Gatsby, in like, which he says old sport he says a million old times. Old sport like 16,000 times in this movie. <laughs> but honestly, um, I'm afraid I haven't been a very good host shot. Okay, that is like one of the best shots in cinema history. If you watch this movie for like, even if you don't watch the whole movie, watch the party scene when he when the, the, the when he does the champagne toast when as he, he first, turns around. When he first meets when he first Gatsby. see Gatsby, it's so good. That's like great shot. Um, but it's very good. Uh, not great. This movie feels like that is exactly what this movie feels like. <laughs> You read Great Gatsby for school, so you were just kind of skimming through it. Like, eh, yeah. You got high and listened to Jay-Z music. <laughs> yeah, that's essentially the movie. What came out was this movie. <laughs> it's kind of incoherent at times. It's very sloppy, um, but the performances are solid. The production design solid. The visual like style and stuff is solid. 
but it's not it's just not there there are a lot of things holding it back three and a half again for me yeah seven out of ten good stuff then because i wanted to later that same night (laughs) we watched time without pity or at least i did i was about to for the first time without pity Um, speak for yourself (laughs) i was i wasn't expecting much from it actually i wasn't expecting anything from it and what i found was one of my favorite uh I would, call it, a I would call it a noir movie. Yeah, one of my favorite noir movies ever yeah. made. Uh, it's so tight. Like, it's one of the, like, as old movies go, I found that, uh, that one of one of my least movie. favorite parts about a lot of them that aren't, like, you know, the really, like, acclaimed, outstanding <laughs> ones is that they kind of flop around for most of their stuff. That is true. And I, they burn a lot of their runtime. I like, I like that there's a lot of atmospheric stuff that they used to do in old movies. I hate that we kind of dropped that. <laughs> I want more of that. But like a lot of not great old movies just are kind of <laughs> atmospheric for atmospheric sake. Um, but this movie is so dialed in Good and stuff. has some yeah. actually really Very focused. Really outstanding like transition stuff that I wasn't expecting. So the great cinematography, yeah. outstanding performances. I love the ending of this so much. I, I I don't know. I loved it. I wasn't expecting it, but I gave it a five <laughs> out of five. Hey, there you go. Um, I mean, I watched it with you uh, yeah, later just, on that night. I was going to say, then I watched Logan Lucky the next day. Yeah. Uh, and then the next night we yeah. watched it again. Um, but yeah, Time Without Pity. Great movie, great camera work, um, pretty good performances, uh, good atmosphere. I liked it. Good okay. movie. Like I said in my review for this, Rebbe, uh, <laughs> if uh, if you're if uh, Great Gatsby is a drunk movie, this is a hungover movie, <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> um, and then we we. Wait, what did you rate it? You didn't say. Oh, I did. It. I gave it a nine out of ten. I thought. Oh, but I, I might not have. Um, but like the next day after after we finished that, we were leaving for vacation the next morning. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, this is this is the road trip movies, Micah. Uh, I watched Charlie XCX's new documentary that she put out on the 31st. She didn't Charlie. put it out on the 31st, but I watched it on the 31st. Um, and it was pretty good. Uh, a little unfocused, I think, is a good word for it. Like, it didn't know what it wanted to be fully. Um, but it's very, very intimate and very good i liked it if, if you're a fan of charlie's music go watch it you'll like it <laughs> uh, i gave it a seven out of ten uh then then he watched best in show I still in the best car show, and yes. i watched like the whole thing <laughs> over his shoulder only reading <laughs> subtitles yeah i had no audio you're, you're missing a lot on the performances um, in this one my god it's really good but i'm gonna say i'm gonna <laughs> say even without audio which I think this is uh, this is honestly I, I really like doing this with movies sometimes because I think it's a good test of good exercise if they're, if they're really enjoyable through and through. I thought it was outstanding oh and funny, gosh. and I just watched it it's over so his shoulder funny, with no man. audio. <laughs> it's so funny. This has been one of the best uh, like comedies I've seen in a while. Like just straight up comedy films. Like there, there's obviously like a lot of comedy integrated into a lot of modern movies. That's been a trend lately. Um, but this is one of the best just comedies I've seen in a while. Um, great ensemble cast, um, really fun concept, really good pacing, really good execution of that concept. Surprisingly, like to a, a, a surprising degree, like it it just pulls everything it wants to off rather effortlessly, and it's kind of it's kind of magical. I like yeah, it. No, I thought it was really <laughs> great, and I watched it over his shoulder. More importantly, it's very funny. Uh, also, on the thirty first, I watched. Um, 
searching for Bobby Fisher for the first time. Did you did you find him, Micah? Uh, we found him. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, I can't believe um, it. <laughs> I, like it, it has a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I had heard. Still, I like yeah. I, I I like it's. I don't know. It's really weird that it's like as critically acclaimed as it is, because like it's it's really good. Yeah. But like it's just fine at the same time, you know. <laughs> like it's not it's not that good. Like calm down, guys. <laughs> yeah. Like it's really it's really tight and everything, and its filmmaking is all good. But like it's not really doing much <laughs> outside of that. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, but I still really enjoyed it. I actually really want to rewatch it. Like I I was just sitting there the other day. And I was like, man, I want to rewatch Searching for Bobby Fisher. Um, but I give it, I give it a four to five. Well, there you go. Um, oh, and I wanted to say a criminal underuse of Lawrence Fishburne. Why is he Lawrence Fishburne? Why that? is he giving an outstanding <sighs> performance, but they never let him be on screen? Man, Lawrence Lawrence Fishburne, fun actor. I love him. <laughs> uh, then I didn't really want. I don't want. I don't want to talk about. Yeah, no, about we're not, these. We're not really going to talk about uh, them. We were at Disney. Yeah, we were at Disney. And you can log a lot of the rides. <laughs> Yeah, we got to ride uh, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure for the first yeah. time, which was very cool. I did want to mention one thing, because it wasn't a ride. Uh, Beauty and the Beast sing-along <laughs> uh, <laughs> was trash. I hated it. Um, I don't think it was trash, it was trash right? but it kind of actively makes Beauty and the Beast more cringe. It makes Beauty and the Beast worse. It's weirdly The paced. animation is not good. The animation is not as good. LeFou is not good. LeFou kind of... Kind of low tier in this not not great it, not not a not not the lefou content the fans want Haley was like oh i really want to go to this and that was fine and then uh, and then she was like oh that was fun what did you think and i was like i hated yeah. it yeah <laughs> and she was like no um i guess if we're gonna give a shout out to that may as well give a shout out to muppet vision 3d because that absolutely rocks muppet vision 3d is one of the greatest that is, gifts of shows i give it a given. nine out of ten i remember man. i was i was gonna i was crying when uh <laughs> when they said that they might take it out dude I, I swear if they get rid of muppet vision 3d i don't know what i'm gonna do dude it's the only i i think it's the only thing in the world that i can think of where you get to be in the room with some of the muppets some of the muppets exactly it's so cool the Muppets are so cool. Is really the is really the big takeaway here. <laughs> but while we were on vacation, uh, we went to the theater. We went to the theater and watched West Side Story. Stefan Spielberg's West Side Story. Spielberg. My my favorite director. <laughs> G. Willie Kurz. Uh, what a freaking outstanding musical! I, I think it might be one of the greatest musical movies I've ever seen. Who knew Stevie added in him? You know, I mean, obviously everyone did because um, he's a great director. You know, but like, I'm, man. A bi- I'm a big Stephen Sondheim fan. Um, yeah. But this has never really been one of my favorite things for him. Like, I've never really liked the music from West Side Story. I still didn't like the music that much in this. But especially, and I and I'm sure it's the same way with the rest of it. Like, actually seeing it like performed in something. Uh, is where it really shines because really the great part about a lot of the musical numbers is not the singing or the like the singing itself it's usually just the music itself and like the choreography and like what they're doing and everything that makes it fun yeah no i mentioned uh i mean like a lot of spielberg movies this movie has such a great visual mastery from like every perspective the blocking the choreography the cinematography the lighting everything it, it's just so solid. You could so watch it on tight. mute. You could. It's a musical. You could watch it on mute, and it would still be fantastic. <laughs> you could watch it on mute and get the entire story oh and gosh. be in love with the movie, and that's how good it is. There's some like all-time great sequences in this. Um, the cast is great. 
Uh, the music's great. West Side even, Story is like my favorite Broadway musical. So even though it sucks that uh, <laughs> that a uh, man who I shall not name is wow. in this, I, do, I don't like the that he's in it. He still yeah. he still gives a decent performance. No, he's good in this. I don't like that he's in it, but it, like it's not like he's dragging down the movie no, if no. you just ignore that it's him. <laughs> yeah, no, I I I love the '61 film adaptation of West Side Story, and I think this one is on par with it. But it does it's doing a lot of things differently but not worse like it, i think they're on like the same level i love both of them uh also also <laughs> when i sat down in theaters to watch this movie i made a tweet oh no i tweeted oh yeah i forgot about that i tweeted about that was um, pretty cool <laughs> like that i was watching it and made a joke about how uh rachel's if i could speak rachel zegler was the only cast member in it and i tagged her in it um <laughs> she's she's on twitter yeah yeah and then like i we finished the movie and i was like wow that's outstanding and i opened up my phone and i was like wow that tweet sure did get a lot of likes that's kind of weird <laughs> and then i i went through the likes and <laughs> i saw that she had liked the tweet and that's why it was getting wild times so man. <laughs> so yeah she liked the tweet and then like while we were watching the movie we imagine watching... imagine tweeting something out and one of the leads of the movie likes it while you're watching the movie again it's again it's Weird. not that crazy this was her first movie and she's really active on twitter yeah, yeah. but still cool still, still a very, very cool, cool experience to like walk out of the movie and be like hey the lead of the absolutely fantastic <laughs> movie you just watched liked your tweet i can't believe this is she's like a newcomer she's so good in this but like I said, like all of the main cast is really great. So yeah, just cool experience to add on to a great movie. Absolutely. I, I adore it. It's top tier Spielberg for sure. I loved it. Uh, then we watched Constantine, Constantine for the first time while we were still on vacation. Yeah, um, yeah, we did. Which, man, why does this movie have a bad rep? This right? was so much fun. No, this is so... People who don't like Constantine don't like fun movies. This was this was great. It's like a less cohesive Hellboy, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. But like, I, I think me and Micah both made the comparison. Like, like I said, um, Tilda Swinton, Angel, Keanu Reeves, Exorcist. I mean, <laughs> like, what do you, what you do can't, you do? You can't go wrong with Tilda Swinton as the Angel in this. Like, <laughs> uh, I put in my review actually, uh, very Hellboy esque, and what it lacks in Del Toro's charm and production design, it makes up for in performances and really snappy writing and editing. Right. Yeah. No, I. Solid concept, solid execution. Keanu looks like he's having the time of his life. Uh, great movie. I loved it. Yeah, I really Go watch it. Constantine if you want. Uh, four out of five. Yeah. Uh, then also on that ride, we watched a movie that I honestly completely forgot about. <laughs> like, I seriously forgot that we watched it entirely. Oh my gosh, really? Yes. I was actually thinking about this movie I, earlier today. No, I, until this, I, I am not joking until this very moment. I completely Dang. forgot we watched Dang. it. Dang, okay. Uh, we watched I Am Legend. I Am Legend. Uh, and that pretty much describes how I feel about it. Will Smith, baby. Um, there was, there was some fun stuff that it was doing. Will Smith gives a great performance. Yeah. But man, I found it so forgettable. Man, <laughs> I literally forgot was, about it. <laughs> that sucks. It sucks for you, Micah. Because <laughs> I really liked this. It's one of my favorite, uh, quote, vampire movies now. I, I, I guess they're vampires, I assume. Yeah, they're um, vampires. If you qualify them as that. But I know like, some people consider it a zombie movie. Yeah, it makes more sense as a zombie movie, but they're surprisingly vampiric. <laughs> it's yeah, zombies. It's, they're just they're they're creatures. <laughs> yes, um, I very much enjoyed it. I thought it was great. Um, it's got a, a surprisingly compelling like 
It, like it doesn't get boring, and it's I'm be basically honest. Will Smith carries this. Movie. I was about to say he carries it so hard because like it's basically a one man like cast. Yeah, um, but he does such an outstanding he, he's job. He's so good in this, and the world is fun. Uh, the the action scenes when there are some are really good. I mean, Nakey Jakey likes the yeah. Nakey, if it's good enough for Nakey, it's good enough for me. <laughs> but yeah, my only my only big problem with it is just that I found it really forgettable even at the time, and I just I have not thought about. it I can since. see that. That's that's honestly one of its bigger problems is it lacks. Um, I, it has a good emotional core, but it doesn't have a great emotional core. And it, that's kind of what the whole movie hinges on. So if that doesn't click fully for you, I could easily see, like, not yeah, thinking just, about I it that much. I just kind of forgot about it. I uh, was thinking about the Shrek parallels earlier today. Not the I'm Shrek. Watching. Yes. Uh, I, I, give it, <laughs> I give it a three and a half. Uh, I give it an eight out of ten. Then we oh, on the way back from vacation. We were, we're we coming were back home. We're da- we're off uh, the we're off our high from vacation. We watched the mask. The mask for the very first time. The very first time. Um, Weird movie. It was it was cool. Kind of bonkers. I, like you know it was, it was cool. A little troublesome, honestly. Like I okay, so I I love Jim Carrey. I think he's a great performer. Um, but. I, I genuinely don't understand what the moral of the mask is supposed to be. And it seems like it's supposed to be like one of those folk tales that has a pretty clear moral. But what, what is the moral here? Don't be yourself. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I don't, I don't understand the message. <laughs> and like on top of that, like as a character, Jim, like Jim Carrey's character with the mask can be kind of, uh, it has not, has not aged very well at times. He's still fun. Like I think Jim Carrey does a great job, but like the movie itself, the actual text here is not something that I love to watch. Yeah, no, I, I do not like, I love <laughs> just a, some of the implications uh, Yeah, and like just, uh, but, but the, like Jim Carrey is, is giving it his all. I really appreciate that. Yeah. And it's a fun story overall. Yeah, no, I think um, it's a, an enjoyable movie at the very least. It's, it's goofy. It's out, it's way out there. And I really liked the idea of what they were going for, like a 2d cartoon superhero. Yeah. I think that's sick. There's just some stuff that I that genuinely puts a distaste in my mouth yeah. towards the movie. It's like it's like an overly sweet uh, drink. It's like yeah, this is good, but like it leaves a really weird aftertaste, and like you kind of have a headache afterwards. <laughs> but like yeah, I, <laughs> I, I put, liked it. I put a uh, cat in the hat and Scooby Doo energy, and I mean that in the most on par way possible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I said uh, Milo needs his own like solo movie from this the dog in this he's so good (laughs) i gave it three and a half Uh, i also gave it a three and a half or seven out of ten then continuing on the car ride home car ride home we watched bad genius Um, bad genius i've been trying to get micah to watch it good shout out to thailand (laughs) right this Uh, is one of the first movies i've seen produced there and it was very very good uh, better than i remembered it being even I thought it was pretty great. I think it's the only real problem that it has, like, at all, is pacing. Yeah. Its pacing is just kind of... Mm. But it... I don't know. It still worked pretty well as a movie. I forgot how fun the cast was it's, in this. No, the cast is outstanding. <laughs> it has a really fun heist. Um, it's... I don't know. It's a really neat movie. Fun movie it's, yeah. it's really well shot. I was not that expecting. Is true, the yeah. cinematography is outstanding. Um 
It's got some great sequences. It's got man. great editing. Great editing. Like I don't know, and I, like <laughs> almost everything about this is good, but the pacing. Yeah. I gave it a four and a half out of five. Uh, I gave it an eight out of ten. This was a this is my second watch. If you haven't checked out Bad Genius yet, do so. It's oh good. yeah, and I found out that it's based on a real story. So <laughs> it, <laughs> concerning. <laughs> like um, a couple uh, Taiwanese students actually tried to cheat on the. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, how, does, how do you say the STICs, I guess? Yeah. Uh, using camera glasses connected to watches, which was a terrible plan. <laughs> terrible plan. Um, and I, I like to think that the writers and directors of this movie, like, read that story, like, heard about that story, <laughs> and they were like, nah, I know a way we could beat the a system. Much cooler, a much cooler system. <laughs> so then they wrote, a, they wrote a story about them doing that. <laughs> wow. Um, the next day on the 7th, I watched Pete's Dragon for the first time because I want to see uh, David Lowry's newest movie, The Green Knight, and I kind of wanted like a, some sort of taste of his filmography before I just went in cold on that. And uh, Pete's Dragon was great. Uh, very, very folk Boom. movie. Very folk movie, Boom. which I'm usually a little like, eh, not, not usually my scene, but... I very much enjoyed it. It's got a lot of heart, good cast, very, very wholesome vibes, Micah. I, I'm very much looking forward to The Green Knight I did now. not like it. <laughs> I've seen it before. I didn't watch it here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was good, though. Great, even. Uh, definitely one of my favorites, if not my favorite, of the, quote, like, Disney live-action remake things. I adore it. Like, this is like a masterpiece compared to the original Pete's Dragon. So, uh, yeah, good stuff. Uh, and then I watched Micah's new short film. Yeah. 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 Same day. I had been I had been sitting on it for a while, <laughs> um, and I finally edited it and put it out. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. It's called uh, The Light. It came out this year. Uh, if you go to Micah's YouTube channel, it's on there. You can watch it and log it. Sequel sequel to The Space, by the way. Which uh, is the best short film you've done, I think. I, I concur. <laughs> concur. Um, <laughs> wow. But yeah, it's a sequel to The Space. Um, they kind of both work on the same ideas, in my mind anyway, from a writing standpoint. I was working with similar things. I can see that. Um, and yeah, I... They're not the greatest things in the world, but they definitely hit what I wanted them to be. Well, there you go. Um, That's all you need, Micah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really, I, I like them. Go check them out. M. Grove Films on YouTube. Yeah, I give it a 7 out of 10. I think it's really good. Uh, then on the 7th, <laughs> the seventh. Uh, we watched the first X-Men movie for X -Men. the first time. First X-Men, Fox X-Men movie. <laughs> X-Men, say X-Men one more time, really. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been wanting to... Should, like dive into this franchise for a long time and i finally have and it was fine i had heard, heard good things yeah, about them no. and it was uh, like honestly as like it wasn't outstanding in any no, way no no but it was really refreshing like it was nice to just see a superhero movie that didn't feel weighed down like like every superhero movie does that comes out now yeah even even something like spider-verse as fantastic as that is i feel like has this weight over it a looming, looming presence. <laughs> that, but like this, this movie and like all of this era superhero movies don't really have that. And it's, it's kind of nice. fun. Yeah, I don't know. X Men. It was a fun movie. The cast was pretty good. The universe is pretty fun. The CGI has not aged very well. No. Um, but it is from two thousand. Like we just exited the nineties, so it's understandable. Yeah. <laughs> I give it a three and a half. Uh, I also give it a three and a half. Very good movie, but not great. Uh, <laughs> oh no, Rebby. The next day I watched, uh, 
Well, do you want to talk about yours first? I think you watched yours first. Uh, I mean, I could I could do my bundle. Yeah, Ooh, go for just it. Go to the eleventh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I watched um, Scooby Doo. I was in the mood to watch Scooby Doo since we had watched Scooby Doo two not that it's long ago. All this wee business, Micah. Uh, <laughs> I was. This, uh, anyway, yeah. Scooby Doo is great. I love it. That. Is very good movie. It's, it's kind of <laughs> goofy. Did you see that a? I think it was either Australian or New Zealand theme park has yes, the castle ride from the movie in their theme park now, and I very much want to go and ride it. My <laughs> my, uh, my review, I think, sums up uh, this movie perfectly. It yeah. says, uh, we're like two trippy peas in a far-out pod. Might be one of the hardest lines ever delivered. <laughs> I gave it three and a half. Uh, then I logged my short film just because I watched it again, just to log it and there make a go. review. There you go. Uh, and then I watched The King of Comedy King while of I was Comedy. working. For some reason, I've watched it like three times specifically while I'm working. I was going to say <laughs> top tier Scorsese, but I haven't really seen too many of his movies. But I do think it I is am, top I, tier. <laughs> I, I love Martin Scorsese's He's so The King of Comedy. It's so good. The like, performances, atmosphere, man, pacing, writing. It makes me it makes me a little sick to my stomach, which is good. <laughs> that's a, that's what, <laughs> that's what it's going effect. for. <laughs> I love it. I give it a, a five out of five. Good. It's a great movie. Fantastic movie. Um, so while Micah was doing all that, I watched uh, Playmobil the movie for the first time uh, on the eighth. Um, and it is I if if you remember the negative uh, like buzz around the Lego movie, everyone thought it was going to be an ad for just l- like an hour and a half long ad for uh, Lego. That's essentially what the Playmobil movie ended up being. Um, it's kind of just this like super vanilla plot, not executed with any charm or fun, really. Um, and it's a bad musical, too. It's a musical. Um <laughs> And the songs all suck. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not good. Uh, I gave it a 4 out of 10. And really the biggest upside is that I got to hear uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. or on, Yeah, that's her name. I, I don't know why I always second-guess her name. Um, I got to hear her sing. So it was nice. Yeah, she, she's fun that's in this. That's a plus. <laughs> she, she is, like, that's, honestly, she's the biggest highlight here. And she's not doing anything that crazy. <laughs> So, I mean, it was kind of boring, but, you know, not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, Then I watched Love and Monsters that night. Uh, I've been wanting to check it out for a while. It's a 2020 uh, sci-fi movie, and it's really good. Uh, Great, even. Uh, It's, I I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's got a fun performance leading it. It's got a fun energy, and it's just a fun movie. If If you're in the mood for a fun, like, apocalypse action movie, go watch Love and Monsters. It's very good. Uh, and then I guess... What I'll, did you give? Oh, right. I gave it an 8 out of 10. I'll mention uh, Pas de Deux as well. Pas de Deux? Yes. Um, 1968 film. Is uh, it French, Robbie? It is French. How did you guess? <laughs> How could you possibly know that? I'm trying to remember the name of the guy who did it. Yeah. Um, it's a Norman McLaren film, which I've really loved everything of his that I've seen. Uh, he tinkers around with like different film techniques and... Uh, f- mediums really well in a very interesting way. He's a great composer, um, just a very talented man. And uh, this film, I liked it. I liked it a lot. If you got like 
I think it's like nine minutes long or something. If you got the free time, check it out. It's really fun. All right. Then on the 11th, uh, we watched something that our mom wanted to watch for like 90 years or something. <laughs> I mean, I wanted to see it too. <laughs> we watched Happy Death Day. Happy Death Day. Um, yeah. Which which is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good for a Blumhouse movie. Uh, no. <laughs> I mean. I think it's great. I liked it a lot. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's not my particular cup of tea, but uh, I, I do particularly enjoy what it's doing. And it's got that guy. It's, it's got that guy. It's I love that guy. guy. <laughs> it's that guy again. It's that guy. He's back again. I, I love him. Um, but yeah, no, Happy Death Day. Um, fun. Like, most of all, fun movie. Uh, cool concept. The execution's pretty, like, tight. I think I think it's my fun. I think my biggest I complaint with it is I just really didn't enjoy what the story did at all. Like the I didn't Some of the, I didn't yeah. like any of the ending. Like I just thought really? it was kind of I, I didn't, thought it was cool. I didn't like its conclusion. I didn't like who was doing it. I didn't like I think they could have come up with something more interesting, but like other than that, I think it's doing exactly what it set out to do. So I, I admire it. But yeah. Happy death. Fun day. performances it looks pretty okay. It's yeah. it's like yeah, it's just it's just pretty good. I gave it uh, an eight out of ten. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Bum bum bum. Or a seven out of ten. <laughs> uh, then we went to the theaters again and watched Moonfall. Well, actually, I watched something before. That. No, if you can even believe it. I forgot. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> stepped on your toes. You stepped up. Well, not really. You just did, forgot to mention <laughs> the best movie of the year, Micah. Um, well, besides the house, obviously. Uh, but I watched Soderbergh's new film, Kimmy. Uh, it just came on HBO Max, so I wanted to give it a try, and it was great. Uh, really fun great. homage to Hitchcock. Soderbergh just made basically made a Hitchcock movie, um, and I'm a, I'm a big I'm a big Hitchcock fan, so I I really loved it. I love uh, Soderbergh's style. He loved it. Uh, Zoe Kravats. I, I I think that's how you say her name. I'm not sure. Um, it gives a great performance in this. Also, she has very, she very blue hair. Very blue hair in this movie, and it's kind of distracting. Distracting blue hair. <laughs> like, so, it's so vibrant. How? How do you get hair to look like that? <laughs> but yeah, uh, Kimmy was great. Uh, it's kind of like a 90s movie in a weird way. I say it's like a Hitchcock movie, but it's like a 90s Hitchcock movie. If that makes any so sense. So something that doesn't exist. So like it's it's like if Hitchcock made a movie in the 90s and then Soderbergh made that. <laughs> That's what Kimmy is. Wow. And it's got a great score, great lead, um, fun story. I like it. Great movie. Uh, moving on, we did go then to the Then we went to the theaters and watched Ronald Emmerich's Moonfall. Yeah. yeah. Which Moonfall, I, baby. I thought was... It was fun, but it's honestly one of the stupidest movies I've seen in my life. I put on I put on my letterbox shirt to go see this movie, Micah. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like the moon is falling guy. <laughs> I kind of I kind of hate the cast. <laughs> oh, me I too. kind of I kind of hate a lot of the it's, jokes. It's kind of a cringy cast, but I think they give good performances, honestly. Like I, I don't like the cast, but like I think what they're doing here is actually pretty good. The story is is cool, <laughs> but I think it's terribly structured. What? I don't um, know about all that. I don't know about terribly structured. I think it's pretty good. I don't know. I just was <laughs> like, I wish they would have done like a sci-fi thriller movie or a disaster movie, and not both. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think it worked very well. Uh, I still enjoyed it, mm-hmm. but I don't think it worked very well. I think this is easily my favorite Ronald Emmerich movie. 
um, which there wasn't that much competition really. Um, I just really admire what it goes for and like how hard it just commits to doing what it wants to do. Um, I don't think it works all the time. I think the pacing's a little weird and the structuring's a little weird, um, but the performances are pretty good. Um, even though, like I said, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the cast. Um, I, I don't know. I, I really liked it. I gave it a 7 out of 10. He gave it a 7 out of I liked Moonfall. Moonfall, good. Robbie likes Stupid Moonfall. Moon movie, good. <laughs> I think I tweeted that out <laughs> after I watched okay, it. Okay, but Robbie, they reference SpaceX and Elon Musk multiple times that's, in honestly, a positive way. <laughs> that's the reason it's not a, not an 8 out of 10. Like, I is they it, mentioned SpaceX so many times. I gave it a 5 out of 10. <laughs> Uh, then we rewatched The Lion King. Lion King, baby. Uh, one of the greatest animated movies ever made. Fantastic. Yeah. Outstanding. Easily, man. Beautiful. Good stuff. Um, euphoric. Unprecedented, man. Um, Disney has been coasting off of this ever since it came out. <laughs> I have nothing but good things to say about The Lion King. Okay, we lo- we watched a Lion King live show while we were at Disney. Which was good. And I did, was not a fan of it because basically all of the things about it that are good are is just the music and that's it. Like there's Dude, the actual visual stuff was good. That's what it like, was. Like the choreography's fine. It's pretty cool. It was literally like, a show for choreography and music. I know, but it just it felt so yeah <laughs> it's like uh, i don't know you're wrong i didn't I like really, it i really liked it but the lion king i liked very much uh one of my favorites from disney's catalog and i gave it a 9 out of 10 very good movie i gave it a 10 out of 10 then we watched monsters inc one of my one of my personal favorites i mean it's like uh-huh. Mon- my favorite lion, pixar lion movie. king four and a half <laughs> monsters inc five out of five oh, wow. <laughs> um but yeah monsters inc monsters inc outstanding atmosphere it may or may not have spawned my love for movies we're not sure <laughs> yeah. um, outstanding atmosphere outstanding yeah. story great duo funny great buddy interesting movie, yeah. this movie used to creep the heck out of me oh when i was younger not because of the monsters but because of the freaking atmosphere of the factory <laughs> i swear man this movie is so freaking like that's, good that's honestly what i used to be scared the of when atmosphere. i watched this movie when i was younger Dude. the atmosphere the atmosphere looked me it in the eyes tangible. and said you should be scared <laughs> it is tangible i okay i love atmospheric movies and this is probably where that came from because i adore <laughs> monsters inc with my entire being i gave it a four and a half i think i think its performances are legendary i think it's world is fun its world is so cool <laughs> but yeah um i give it a 10 out of 10 i loved it uh then we watched the 2021 <laughs> film by scott cooper speaking of atmosphere uh, antlers this did not have any <laughs> this had no atmosphere in terms of atmosphere they had no atmosphere um yeah um antlers del toro is a producer on this and the only thing that 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 gets me through it is the fact that the monster design is absolutely outstanding great monster design oh and uh jesse plemons is here but he's almost falling asleep for literally 90 percent. jesse plemons is asleep at the wheel here he's such a good actor he he (laughs) He looks like he's so uninterested he genuinely looks like he could actually just (laughs) fall asleep in the movie like he's not giving anything to his performance at all i feel so bad for like not liking this movie because i i want to praise its like concepts and ideas but it just does not execute them in an interesting way execution is not good like i genuinely would say it's not good yeah and um i don't think it does anything good with its themes through writing i think its themes are kind of muddled and 
problematic at the end of the day. Yeah, no, the uh, this is like the mask, dude. I don't know what the takeaway is supposed to be, but if it's what the movie is kind of implying, like what? Like that <laughs> end, that end scene is like absolutely unhinged. Oh my gosh, what is happening? I. I, I wanted to like this movie. I like a lot of it on an aesthetic standpoint, yeah. but it, uh, but it, honestly, like Ruby said, even though there is a title card sequence, he said this while we were watching it, it feels like you're waiting for the title card to happen Dude, for 90% of it, the movie. The entire movie feels like the opening credits for the movie. I don't know how they achieved that. Like, it literally feels like the movie never gets started. It hasn't started, started yeah. Um, it, feel, it all feels like an epilogue, like the entire thing. Or prologue. Like, literally, you could have started the movie, like, started another movie after it based <laughs> on the first part, and I'd be like, oh, we're oh, yeah. prologue. Here we go, yeah. Um, uh, I give it two stars. Yeah, I give it a four out of ten. Not not great. Um, I admire the creature designs, and that that's about it. The The effects look good. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the actual effects, they look good, but they're not used for anything no, interesting. No. Uh, then, ooh, ooh, ooh. strapping guys, we're we're almost done. We I are. Swear. We're so close. <laughs> we're so I, uh, on the thirteenth, uh, we watched Angel's Egg. Angel's Egg, first time. Um, yeah, I I just I had heard that it was a great anime movie. Um, Japan, they know how to they know how to make them. Like, <laughs> and then one of one of my friends um, had suggested it, and then a YouTuber that we like uh, watched it. Hey. And I was like, how did he watch it? How did he do that? <laughs> and then in the comments on his video, it said it was on YouTube. There you go. So I found it on YouTube and we watched it. And yeah. it was... Um, One of the best it ever was like made. <laughs> Probably. A good movie. A movie made for me, essentially. <laughs> like, it's nothing but beautiful animation, atmosphere, and like lore, essentially. <laughs> That's what this movie is. It's a very, you. very meditative movie. I loved it. Very good movie too. Uh, like half, like over halfway through, probably it was really funny. They're we sitting there. There hasn't been a whole lot of dialogue. There's hardly any dialogue in the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, there's not much. And the one character just starts quoting the Bible, and we're like, "It's Christian." It's Christian. <laughs> Which it's not, but it's still, it was funny, and it's funny. I absolutely loved it. It was outstanding, and it, it almost made me, it almost made me cry. It did make me cry, Mike. <laughs> Uh, My I give goodness! It, I give it a five out of five. I'm gonna talk about tangible atmosphere, dragon's egg, or angel's egg. What? I, why did I always think it's called dragon's egg? I don't know why. Don't but know. angel's <laughs> egg, very good movie. Uh, one of the best animated films I've ever seen. Uh, ten out of ten. I, I like concur. It. Uh, then for thirteenth for, for Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Uh, we watched, <laughs> even though it wasn't like Valentine's Day wasn't until the next day. We uh, watched it. For me and Haley weren't Day. weren't able to really do anything on the actual fourteenth, so we hung out on the thirteenth. Um, and we watched Warm Bodies. Yeah, Robbie had never seen it. Me and Haley had watched it together before. I'd never seen it before. Um, it's still not really my cup of tea. <laughs> As as Shakespeare adaptations go, it's pretty low tier for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I thought it was pretty fun. Like, I don't know, I I think I like Nicholas Holt. Is really the biggest. Yeah, he gives he gives a great performance. Really, the biggest highlight here. I mentioned that it was kind of similar to Love and Monsters. Like, it reminded me a lot of it in the fact it, it's very much a kind of lighthearted teen uh, post apocalyptic movie. Yeah. I think Love and Monsters handles it a bit better and paces itself a bit better than this does, but um, Warm Bodies was fun. Yeah, it's like it's fun, it's funny. That's about there's, it, yeah. there, There's nothing inherently, like, aggressively wrong with it, but no. it's not really doing anything aggressively notable. None, yeah, I was about to say, none of its elements are really 
good enough to elevate it above just being pretty good. <laughs> I, give it, I give it a three out of five. Yeah, I gave it a, a yeah, three out of five. Uh, and we're, we're, I promise we're in the home stretch Valentine's here. Day we're so close we're on the 14th this uh, is the 21st guys we're getting close we, we, that night on the 14th we watched Murder on the Orient Express we did I bought a trumpet that day hey, well actually nice. I didn't buy it I got it for school technically speaking. I got a cool speaker set that day um, <laughs> Murder uh, on the Orient Murder Express Murder on the Orient Express it was the first time I rewatched it since it pretty much came out um, yeah, because we, I mean, we rented it from Redbox, so it was a little <laughs> after it came out back yeah. when we watched it, but still, um, really the first time watching it since I cared about what I was watching, <laughs> like to pay attention to what I was watching. Yeah. Um, weird movie. Very odd in a lot of ways. Um, I like a lot of the ideas of what it's doing. Yeah. I even like a lot of the cast. Um, the cinematography, I think, is outstanding, actually. I'm I not really, a big fan of the way it was shot. I really loved the way it was shot. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I didn't love it, but that's But, just like, me. an actual substance of movie. <laughs> There's not yeah. much here. I think, I think, uh... Perot's mustache has more substance to it than the, right. than the movie. <laughs> um, Kenneth Branagh is really good as Perot, though, yeah, I will no. say. Um... Yeah, no, I, he's, he's... Not much to say about the movie, really. No, there's not a whole lot. I liked how it looked, and I liked him, um, but that was about it. Uh, I gave it a three out of five. As did I. Rewatch, baby. Uh, then I watched on the 16th... Oh, no, you watched something on the 15th, I did 15th, watch something on the 15th. So I watched um, Cool Runnings for the first time, which I had never... Well, I, I say which I have never seen before. I said the first time. Um, trying to catch up on some of the Disney movies that I missed from, like, back in the day. And this was great. I loved it a lot. Uh, fun cast, surprisingly compelling screenplay for it being based on a true story. No, I really like it. Um, fun stylistic choices, well-paced, well-written. I liked it a lot. Great movie. Uh, 8 out of 10. <laughs> uh, and I also watched... Wow, how many movies did I watch? Uh, I also watched uh, Marvel Studios Assembling a Universe, which is a documentary about Marvel Studios Assembling a Universe. Um, <laughs> it was fine. Pretty good. I gave it a 7 out of 10. On that day, on the 16th, I watched, rewatched, whilst working, uh, <laughs> The Invisible Man. The Invisible Man, the uh, Lee one? I had, yeah, I had a hankering for watching it for some reason, even though I'm not a very big fan <laughs> of the movie, and my thoughts were about the same on it. It's kind of really well made, but I kind of aggressively hate watching it, just because <laughs> I don't like watch like like literally i have no problems with it you i think just, it's like, i just pretty good. i just don't like watching it i love i that don't movie like the so story much. unfolding the way the story <laughs> unfolds so i just i'm like Ugh, i don't want to watch that <laughs> wow um it's great it's great though uh, i give it a four out of five uh the next day on the 17th i watched the last cruise which is a like 40 minute documentary about uh the last cruise or like the first infected cruise for covid19 um, little narratively unfocused and kind of grating at times, but I admire what it's going for. Um, and it's pretty good. I don't know. It was a fine documentary. I gave it a six out of 10. Uh, then the 18th on the 18th, <laughs> we watched the, the hit movie premium rush, premium rush, Joseph Gordon Levitt movie. Which, man, this movie is way more fun than it should so be. so much fun, dude. What's going on? What are they doing? I don't even think the movie's that good, but it's <laughs> honestly just so much fun. I, w I would watch it again. I would watch it again. 
Uh, it's got Joseph Gordon-Levitt and Michael Shannon giving just Michael absolutely Shannon, the weirdest performances you've ever seen. I don't seen, know what Michael but, Shannon is doing But they're in this amazing. Movie. <laughs> like, uh, goblin mode is the best way He's to describe him. goblin mode in Premium Rush. the best way to describe him in Premium Rush, yeah. like, honestly. And it somehow curates a really tangible atmosphere for the city. It's got great world like, building. what the heck? Why does it have good world building? <laughs> um, the plot is yeah, eh, so, whatever. So. Yeah. The ending is whatever. Like, I don't really like the whole, like, Newsies of Brooklyn moment. <laughs> the Newsies um, of Brooklyn moment is so weird, but it's kind of <laughs> cool. I don't know. I admire a lot of what this movie's doing. I just don't totally vibe with what it's going for. But yeah, I, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it a lot too. Um, um, I give it a three out of five. I give it a seven out of ten. Good movie. I would, I would watch it. I would watch <laughs> it again. Um, Just... And then, well, I guess technically th- that was like the night of the seventeenth. But on the eighteenth, we went out to the theater and watched uh, enough champagne <laughs> enough to <laughs> fill the. Night. We had enough champagne to fill the night. <laughs> um, we watched Death on the Nile. Uh, technical sequel to a murder on the orient express it's just a sequel it's yeah. not a technical sequel well, it's i don't very know like it's not sequel. like a yeah i guess it is um but it was fun i liked it i actually liked it more than murder I, on the orient I express. enjoyed it a lot surprisingly it's a lot more popcorn crowd pleasing y than i expected it to be it's like it's like literally like a popcorn movie and that's what it is <laughs> um it's it's still got a lot of the same problems as Murder on the Orient yeah. Express, but it's a lot more fun, and its pacing is awful, but it's a lot more fun. I think, I, I said in my review, I said it's a lot more electric than Murder on the Orient yeah. Express, but it's a lot sloppier, too. No, it's very sloppy overall. Very sloppy. I think it's, I think it's structure. I, I think at the end of the day, <laughs> what makes me sad about these is I really like um, like this Perot. I think yeah. it's really fun. I think I think Kenneth wants to have good ideas with this too, but I think quite frankly, He's not a great director. Agatha. Well, beyond him just yeah. not being the greatest director out there, Agatha Christie's books have never adapted well to movies. I really no. just don't think they ever I have. Honestly, the old Murder on the Orient Express, the Sidney Lumet one, is actually pretty great. But like even then, it has some narrative shortcomings. All of my problems with it are book based. Like it doesn't translate well. Also, this is like the worst the most cursed cast you've ever seen it's 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 so weird insane it's so and weird. there's and there's a scene um and this is this is oh the most gosh. uncomfortable i've ever been watching a movie i kid you not really and i have That's watched hilarious. I've wa- I, I watched Eraserhead for the first time with my mom Dude. not knowing what was going to be in it um but this was very uncomfy like gal Gadot and army hammer oh, have man. like a really like heavily sexual like implied scene like it's like they're doing a bunch of like really suggestive stuff and rubbing all over each other and it's literally the worst thing i've ever seen in my life i was dying did you take off a half star just for that i I would uh like it was it was rough the movie got infinitely better uh from the moment gal gadot's character died oh i'm gonna be honest spoilers sheesh micah Spoiling Death on the Nile. But it's Death on the Everybody knows Death on the Nile. I didn't know the story of Death but on the Nile. But you knew she was going to die. I didn't know. That's well, like I the, guess the trailer kind that's of like implies the, that she's going to die. That's like the basis of Death on the Nile. <laughs> All right. Well, um, and it's an old book. <laughs> death on the Nile. I really liked it. I put it on about the same tier as Moonfall when it comes to this year's releases. I gave it a 7 out of 10. Good stuff. I liked mm. it a lot. 
um, yeah, I gave it a seven out of ten as well. I've, I rather enjoyed it, which I was not expecting. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh boy. Later um, that day, we got home. We watched watched Ocean's Eight. Ocean's Eight, so we could finish off the Ocean's movies. I had seen it before. Well, so um, I could finish off the Ocean's movies. But I, I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy. I, maybe you are crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Mom and Rabbi were like, "Oh, it's not bad. It's not that it's not bad." bad. No. no, I think this is one of the most <laughs> dry, bland, <laughs> lifeless, creativityless, bad acting movies I've ever seen. I just think it has a really bland screenplay. Everything That's its about it problem. is bland, Rabbi. I feel like I lose life <laughs> when I watch this movie. It's not like that terrible in writing. But I feel like I actively dislike movies more after watching this movie. Because, <laughs> like, maybe movies aren't my thing. <laughs> like, That's I, hilarious. I really, really dislike this movie. Um, I don't know. It was fine. It's a really good cast. Like, just absolutely wasted on, like, just a really bad screenplay. It completely misses what makes uh, so uh, Not so now. I said Sodenheim. What is that? I'm inventing, I'm, I'm inventing new people over here. Uh, it really misses what made Soderbergh's new like trilogy good uh, and fun to watch. Uh, it just completely misses how to make a good heist and how to write fun, interesting characters. Nothing about this is good. No, it's fun. It's fun. No, it's not. It's fun. It's not fun. I liked it. <laughs> It's not fun. But it is not nearly as good as anything Soderbergh touched in the Oceans trilogy. So. I give it a 2 out of 10. I, I give mean, it a, not 2 out of 10. I give it a 2 out of 5. You're messing me up here with your I gave, I gave it a 5 out of 10. I thought it was I thought it was fine, but not good, really. Uh, then on the 19th. On the 19th. We're watch? almost there, guys. I watched uh, a cute little documentary. Oh, yeah. I watched, on... I watched Bass on Titles yeah. with you. It's about Saul Bass's uh, title sequences, which he's quite well known for, if you know who Saul Bass It's pretty is. much just him being like, yes, I had uh, <laughs> ideas, and I executed them, and then it plays the titles. And then it plays the titles, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, Saul Bass, like... My favorite graphic designer. He's one of my favorite filmmakers. He's uh, he's killing it. He's always on his A game. <laughs> nice. He's a fantastic designer. Yeah, um, and he really understands it. the the Bass on titles really highlights his like how much he understands a fundamental like understanding of filmmaking. He's very competent when it comes no, to that. That's that was actually the, I think the most interesting part of the documentary yeah. is just hearing him actually talk about it and see just how much he knows what he's doing. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I after that I watched his very highly acclaimed short film why man creates um which also very much illustrates his understanding of the creative process and filmmaking and everything like that it's absolutely phenomenal um one of my favorite short films and one of my favorite films ever <laughs> and i watched scooby-doo legend <laughs> of the fantasy <laughs> i gave it a nine out of ten go watch why man creates by Saul um, it's very good scooby-doo legend Scooby of the fantasy Scooby good actually scooby-doo legend of the do people not like legend of the phantom sore no it's one of the it's one of the higher rated scooby-doo movies it's okay. just all the scooby-doo movies are pretty lowly rated <laughs> um i really enjoyed it it's goofy it's it's got some pacing and structural issues uh, real bad but most scooby-doo movies do but i i don't know i can't not like enjoy these scooby-doo movies the the energy and that the the animated characters and the cast have is great uh we had we i finally had the context 
to the to the shaggy bar fight scene <laughs> it was so good it was literally amazing dude i, I caught i think i caught like half of this movie i loved I and loved i it. i really loved it i can't wait to see the rest of it i gave it a three and a half out of five it's funny okay last last few movies guys we're Here almost we done um we watched on the 19th 19th doubt doubt um fantastic <laughs> Jolly Moses. Uh, <laughs> what? Uh, I, w- I watched. Uh, I, w- I put it on my watch list a while back because uh, Amy Adams Amy and Philip Seymour because Hoffman Amy were Adams in it. And, uh, and, like, yes. And we finally watched it. <laughs> finally watched uh, it. And wow. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I literally, I think this is one of like the, I, I added this to my repertoire of like perfect movies. I think it executes exactly what it wants to. And the performances are fantastic. Roger Deakins cinematography is fantastic. It's a great movie. Like, love it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So many, so many of like uh, every scene in this is outstanding. The actors, the performances are man. literally some of the greatest actors of all time, giving some <laughs> of the greatest performances of all time. You think Amy Adams is one of the best of all time? Yeah. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> she's, she's great though. The story, like the way it's written is fantastic. Indeed. Like I love the way the story unfolds. Um, it's really, really smartly written. I love like, it. Like it, it's so cool. Uh, it doesn't even like like a like I like I said in my review and like uh, Rebecca said in her review. It really doesn't come together at all until like the final scene. I wouldn't say at all. Well, like not like it doesn't Completely. come together. Yeah, you the story would be very uh, like like you never have a finished sense of story until that very last scene. Like a good movie ending or something. Like like it's a good movie. <laughs> um, but. Yeah. Uh, Man, Doubt. outstanding. Go watch Doubt. Go watch Doubt. Good stuff. It's on HBO. I gave it a uh, 10 out of 10. There's like literally no reason to not go watch <laughs> Doubt. It's only, it's, it's PG-13 well, for thematic material. I was about to say, if you're, if you're uh, not old enough to watch Doubt, then don't watch Doubt. But it is good. Very good. Uh, then yesterday I logged A Brighter Summer Day. I had been watching through it uh, for a while now because I wanted to do something uh, with it. I was breaking it down into kind of a miniseries, if you will, because uh, it's four hours long, and I wanted to watch it with my girlfriend, and she would never, ever watch that. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, it's, I mean, for multiple reasons. Yeah. Uh, so, I, and I thought it would probably be a good movie to split into a miniseries, and it actually was. It had really good, like, breaks at a good amount of time. So yeah. I broke it into nine episodes, and I really enjoyed it. It's a fantastic piece of filmmaking. It really is. Uh, shout out to Edward Yang. He, he was killing the film game on a brighter summer day. I gave it a five out of five. Yeah. Uh, and then last night, uh, before we recorded this, before we snoozed and came came down here to record, uh, we watched 310 to Yuma, the James Mangold 2007 one. And uh, this was the first time watching it. I've never seen the old 310 to Yuma, but this was fantastic. And I've heard that the old one's better, so now I'm very interested to see that one, too. Uh, But yeah, uh, good performances. It's got Christian Bale and Russell Crowe in it. They're both killing it. Russell Crowe is absolutely destroying this role, man, in the best way. (laughs) I I, I, I think my biggest problem with the movie overall is that what it has with the two leads is really, really good. Yeah. But it does not spend nearly enough time, in my opinion, on it. 
I, I don't know. Like, I see that being, like, a problem for it. And especially at the beginning of the movie, like, I wasn't yeah, like nearly as into it. half, which is an hour, <laughs> was just not that interesting. But, like, the, the latter half of this is, like, top tier. No, Amazing. it's really, it's really great, but... um I don't know. I didn't. I didn't fully like it because I. I felt like it was kind of a wasted potential of some outstanding performances and a really neat idea for a story. Um, I gave it four out of five. Uh, it yeah, was still really great. But I gave it a nine out of ten. I. It, I'm still very tempted to bump Ford v Ferrari up a half star. <laughs> if James Mangold, the man. Um, I love. But yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's what we watched. That was like a month's worth of movies. This is like one of, of our movies. longest episodes. Oh my god. That gosh. was that was no. This isn't one of our longest episodes. Well, one of not our longest by a lot, but uh, still. But, whew, a lot of really good movies. Yeah. Um. I mean, there's not too much, because this is a What We Watched episode, there's not too much to say in closing. Uh, we hope you guys had a good time while we were off gallivanting <laughs> through work. Indeed. Um, go watch some good movies. We mentioned a lot of what I think are absolutely fantastic movies. A yeah. lot of my new favorite movies we watched for the first time in this month period. Indeed. Go check them out uh, if you're old enough. Ooh. Phantom Thread, Licorice Pizza, Doubt uh angel's egg yeah like there's just a lot of really good stuff, good stuff that that i fully recommend you go check out um hopefully next week we'll be back with like an <laughs> episode episode <laughs> that's my hope fingers yeah. crossed uh, um, if i can drag robbie into doing it wow <laughs> um but yeah uh have a good week guys thanks for listening <laughs> bye bye